Welcome to Every Horror Movie on Netflix, the show where we watch and talk about every horror movie on Netflix from A to Z. Very excited to be back. It's just me, Chris, here with just Patrick. Just just forming a cult today. Just yeah, and Steven. It's just Steven. We're our little uh we're the cult, the Amon cult. And why why is that relevant this week? We it's- watched cult of chucky it's chrissy patty and stevie this week was that your chucky impression no that's just like what our names would be if we were good guy dolls good guy dolls yeah so uh, we got you know this is kind of an exciting week if you're into the child's play thing well it's it, <laughs> Ooh, that was that's a sentence you can interpret a few different ways it's exciting or potentially mildly infuriating <laughs> yeah there's a lot going on lots of different directions but i mean the the major event is the child's play reboot is coming out this weekend yeah good the timing film reboot the the tv reboot has been confirmed by Brad Dourif, and that's coming sometime next year, probably. Yes. Well, this is a wild fucking thing that I just learned about because of watching this movie. Like, I mean, I was kind of stunned in the first place that there are even as many Chucky movies as there are in the first place. I was shocked to learn there had been a new Chucky movie made as recently as 2017, I think, is yep. when this yep. one came out. Yep. And now we've got a new one coming out this year, which is completely unrelated. It's a reboot, has nothing to do with the original creator. The original creator hates the fact that it's coming out. Don Mancini hates the fact that it's coming out, has distanced himself from it, and is separately creating a TV series, kind of continuing his own Chucky continuity, which just is still blowing my mind all kinds of ways. It's crazy, but I I, I like it. The two can exist in the oh, same Oh, I mean, you know? yeah, I mean, God bless. I'm trying to Just, think. It's, like, it's very strange. I mean, this would be like, you know, we talk, like, horror fans especially, I feel like, well, maybe not horror fans, anime fans, video game fans, you know, fan fiction is a huge thing. And like, what if you could make your own Jason movie or your own Halloween movie? People do this, but they don't see a wide release because of rights issues. Like this might be kind of kind of opening the door to intellectual property being a little bit more malleable legally than it has in the past. I, I don't know, know what the perhaps. legal situation is or how this situation happens, but yeah, it is fascinating. But you know, hey, if someone wants to do the same thing for the X Files and uh, uh, <laughs> reboot it, and Chris Carter wants to make his own series to continue the original oh continuity, God. I can tell you which one I'm going to be more interested in. Yeah, let's not give Chris <laughs> Carter any further license to defile his own legacy. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, Cult of Chucky is the seventh film in the original, and and presumably the final film, I guess, right? Final, who knows? We'll see, maybe there'll be a TV movie. I mean, Don Mancini, who, I mean, God bless Don Mancini, by the way. I, I, I first encountered him through a very lengthy interview on Shockwaves a year or two ago, and didn't realize that, like, one, he's a, a queer icon of, of uh, cinema, and, and I think that is kind of, you, you can kind of tell in some of his films. I mean, he cast John Waters in a role in one of the Chucky movies. There's a conspicuous really? gay Which character one? in this movie. Yeah, I mean, fa- fantastic uh, commitment to his creation. He's been the 
as I said to Patrick earlier, the, the custodian of the Chucky franchise since the beginning. I can't think of another another franchise that's lasted this long, especially horror, where the same guy has been responsible for the script for every movie. Mustafa Akkad. <laughs> Mustafa. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but he didn't have... I doubt he had much creative input in those films. He probably had... He said uh, Michael Myers will never die. Oh, okay. Which gave us Halloween <laughs> Resurrection. <laughs> All right, so we've oh, got Mustafa okay. Akkad and Don Mancini. I think Don Mancini's probably a little more actively involved. Well, definitely more actively involved in the films because he just directed three of them. He's written all but one. I think Patrick said he had a story by credit on the first I, oh, film. So I actually take that back. He co-wrote the first one. Okay. I thought he... I mean, he is credited for story, but he also co-wrote it. Well, he was very young. I'm not sure how old he was, but I mean, he's not that old now. So I'm guessing he wrote, he created the character and he wrote the film. And then, you know, Hollywood probably brought in somebody a little more experienced to polish it up because they didn't trust a fucking 20 something to to write a big budget horror film. So I'll probably be exiled from the horror community upon saying this, but I'm not really keen, meaning I'm, I'm not just informed and up on Chucky that much. I think I saw part bits and pieces of the original film. I think I've seen the ending of Child's Play 2 several times on TV. Other than that, I know Chucky because he's an icon, but I don't really... I haven't really seen the movies. No, I'm fairly ignorant, too, and I mean... I, you know, my, my horror knowledge is very bizarre. You know, I, as has been discussed previously, I've seen every Freddy, Jason, and Michael Myers movie at this point, and I have many other blind spots. But yeah, Child's Play, I think I've seen like half of the first one, and that's about it prior to seeing Cult of Chucky. So this is this is kind of an unusual one, too, because I don't know if we've done that many movies before where we've just jumped right the fuck into the middle of a franchise that we know the end of the franchise about. for now yeah, yeah. and it's, yeah i was hesitant to do so i mean we don't have a choice it's the format of our show <laughs> yeah. but i was upset a little bit because i was thinking about some of the franchises i love such as saw and like i think saw six is great but would i ever recommend someone watch it without watching every other saw fuck no so i was like am i gonna jump into this and have no context for anything and not be able to give it its appreciation the appreciation that it deserves um i don't think i was really confused i think this movie really gives you everything you need to know pretty efficiently what? totally disagree oh. i am shocked and stunned by this opinion please explain your experience because i was absolutely baffled by so much of this movie i i'm i'm literally stunned i'm speechless i'm still speaking so i'm not actually speechless but i it just I didn't feel like I was that confused. I know Chucky is a killer doll. I mean, the main your main point of confusion was that there are multiple Chuckies in this movie. Mm, that was not my main oh, point no? of confusion. No, it was like, who the fuck okay. are all these characters from previous films? And like, why is Jennifer Tilly playing herself? She and- wasn't playing herself. That was just a, a fan service mm, joke. Mm, nope, she is playing herself. No, she's play- no, she is herself in these movies. Okay, Patrick and can they- explain. Well, I yeah. only know who Jennifer Tilly is because of the child, the Chucky franchise. So. The same. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a leap for me. I don't feel confused by that. I'm like, that's a creative choice. Fucking fine. But what I, a fucking I, I, weird I, creative choice if it didn't have some... I'm aware that she's in these movies. All the other characters who seem to be important, I mean, again, who knows? Maybe everyone in this asylum had a role in one of the previous movies or something. I don't know. Maybe um, Most of the characters do. That's what was like. I'm like, I've, I feel like I'm just Chris, I'm given nothing to work with here. I just want to. I, I just want to ask you a few pop quiz questions because right. these were the questions that just fucked with me and I was puzzled through the whole movie. Who is the man that we see at the beginning, the very beginning of the movie? 
That is Andy, the child from the from Child's Play. Correct, but I did not know that, and my mind was boggled when I looked up on Wikipedia, and I was like, and actually, and I'll give them credit for no, this. I no. was like, wow, that's kind of cool that they're actually bringing back the literal same actor who played a child in Child's Play as an adult in the later films. So I, th- because you were texting us about that, I guess I was predisposed to having that knowledge. Oh, but, here we go. But I thought that they, even without that knowledge, I would have picked it up because there's a, I thought the first five minutes of this movie were genius, by the way. We start on a date. There's a guy we've never seen before. I didn't know, I didn't know him from Adam. Oh, and, I love this scene. <laughs> and he's there, there, he's having like a weird, bad date with a woman. He's trying to articulate. They're talking about the Second Amendment. Yeah, his position on the Second Amendment. <laughs> and then she's like why what do you who do you need to shoot and then he's like oh did you google me and then he's like oh and you know then he starts piecing together essentially the whole history of the child's play franchise and i'm like oh this is the kid you know he he talks about his babysitter getting killed by chucky so you tell me no, I totally understood that. If this guy wasn't the original kid, and then we find out his name is Andy, which I remember is the name of the kid from the first movie, we would have known by the end of the first five minutes who that guy is. I did, I did not. I was shocked when I looked that up and found that out. Okay. well, Did you look that up after you saw the film? I looked it up while I was watching the film. I was on Wikipedia for a film. lot of this movie yeah, trying to figure I mean, out what the fuck was going maybe on. Maybe that's our problem. You have a character. I don't know if you know Andy is the name of the kid from the first Child's Play. I don't. We have a character who's talking about his babysitter getting killed by Chucky. So, And he's a, like a 30-year-old, 34-year-old Right, which that, that wasn't dude. a problem for me because I've seen the first Child's Play a couple of times. But that I remember character that. could have just come out of nowhere. That could have been He could have been introduced in this movie. Yes, I mean, but that's still true. Yeah, but what's, what's Occam's Razor tell you, though? Okay, well, let me continue. If there's a guy, let me continue with my four, questions. If there's a 40-year-old guy alluding to Chucky killing his babysitter and everyone else in the neighborhood, and there's a flashback of a woman falling out a window in 1988 because the car looks like it's like a 1988 car... Is it just some random newly introduced character we've never seen before? Fucking maybe. Could be. I mean, Could I be. just finished watching the Friday the 13th movie in which Tommy Jarvis is a child and then later is fucking Corey Feldman and then later is a totally different actor. So there you have the, it. The actor didn't tell me. I didn't inform my perception. I don't know who the actor is. I <laughs> okay. Mean, on to my next question. Don't be mad. I mean, I, I just I'm not mad. appreciate I'm not mad. it. I just, it wasn't a problem for I'm me. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I think, I think this movie in it, Cult of Chucky, not you. I think it's clear this movie at least made an effort to give you information on who he is. I'm sure this movie is. I didn't feel like it did. We agree this movie's not targeted at people who have never seen a child's play movie before, but maybe if you saw them when they first came out and you've kind of been following along, I think this movie deliberately tries to give you enough information that the casual fan can understand what's going on. I strongly disagree with that, but I respect your opinion. Question two, why did he have Chucky's head in a fucking safe or I whatever? I have no idea, and I'm fascinated to understand why, but I didn't need to. I assume, because you see that he shot Chucky through, via flashback. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, obviously, in one of the three or four or five or six movies I didn't see, this character blows Chucky's head off. No, the character never returns. The, he was in the first movie and the last movie, and that's it. So... Oh, I think, isn't he in the, the one before this? I was confused, too, and I'm like, what does that, the original Chucky, have to do with all the other Chuckies that we see later in the movie? Right. Another question, why is the inside of Chucky's head, like, flesh and brains and shit? Actually, that's not, whatever. I just I, you can't expect to them to explain that, we, I guess. We but. see a Chucky doll get get its get curb stomped later in the movie and i was like all right yeah fine the doll has flesh and blood inside of it okay I, i'll accept that i i have 
I'm sorry, Chris, but I'm just trying to get a perspective here. I have three more questions for you. (laughs) Okay. One, who, what's her name in the wheelchair? Her name is um, Nadia, something like that. I haven't. Nika. 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 (laughs) Who is she? Don't know. Apparently, she's someone who was traumatized by Chucky and had her whole like family killed by Chucky in one of the previous movies. Or maybe she's a new character. I don't know. All I need to know about her is that she's got beef with Chucky, a history with Chucky, and it's very clear that she's being framed for Chucky's crimes, much like... Um, well, I guess we haven't. That's not exactly what happens in the Halloween movies, but it, it, I got hot major Halloween series vibes. Oh, I got major Halloween two vibes in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but no, but no. that was enough for me too. Yeah, but like, it still left me feeling like, ah, oh, there's probably more significance I'm not aware yeah, of. Yeah, this movie certainly makes me curious about what happened in the other movies, and I actually am interested in watching those movies after seeing this movie. But uh, I was not. L- Confused. I didn't feel like I was missing vital information. I was like, I know I need to know. I got the archetype. That's cool. Okay. Two of my number two of my three remaining questions. Who's Alice? Alice is apparently her. I don't know what. No, no, but I'm asking you this in context. It sounds like you did research later, yes, which like, I did no, too. No, 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 and no, no. I'm still. No, oh, you need this in the context of the movie. I haven't done any research okay. post right, watching right, this ahead, movie. Go ahead. Alice right. clearly is a little girl that she's close to. I'm not entirely sure what the relationship is, like if they're blood relatives or not, but obviously a little girl that she was like watching over whose family was killed by Chucky. See, I got through the entire movie. I did the Wikipedia research, and I still don't know who the fuck Alice is. It's still. I'm. I'm just. Why don't you go puzzled. ask Alice? I no, should. it's 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 <laughs> when I'm ten feet tall. It's. I, I'm not faulting you for not getting it, but it, I think it's explicit in the text of the film. Wow. That Alice is a character that Nika cares about, whose family was killed by Chucky. Nika's being blamed for those deaths, and I'm like, okay, fine. Okay, my third and final question. Just what in the fuck is going on with Tiffany? And I know you don't have an answer to this question because you didn't know what was going on with Jennifer Tilly. This one, at least you had to have been confused by. Tiffany the doll. T- yes. T- uh, or, anything. Or, just or which however you interpret oh, that. No, I have no idea. But, but I mean, I, I know I'm familiar with the uh, concept of Bride of Chucky. I don't know what happened, but apparent, but they do establish in this movie that he is the, you know, real Charles's ex-girlfriend. From before he was a doll. Yeah. So I assume, knowing that, then Bride of Chucky, they reunite, and somehow he puts her spirit into a doll so that he can fuck the doll or whatever. I don't know. All right. I I mean, I... That's not... That wasn't, like, vital. That, like... That wasn't vital, I thought, to the plot of this movie. She kind of shows up as, like, a cameo character. Yeah, and you're supposed to be like, oh, she's here. But it's... The significance of her arrival is completely this movie is, I, I know that she's aligned with Chucky and that's all I need to know to make sense of the scene I, I'm, I'm glad you had a, a clearer experience with this movie than I did but I was boggled most of the time and I Damn. feel like from here on out that's, that's all I have to say I feel like I'm going to be more positive from here on out because I didn't hate this movie I did. but I was <laughs> very confused by it which it, it, which it, which has a lot to do with the fact that it is for fans and people who have been watching the whole thing, and you're probably not meant to just walk into it like a babe in the woods. No, you know? but, I mean that's sad. But again, we're talking about it for people who are just fucking flipping through Netflix horror well, and, and assessing it on those merits. But with franchises, I mean, if you think back to like the even in like the VHS era, sometimes you would just see the latest movie in that franchise, and there was enough there for like. For you to be invested in, but if you were a fan, there was even more, and it had had deeper layers. This movie, for me, those questions and many more 
lingered long before I got enough answers to accept what was happening in front of me. If it, it did, fe- it did feel like all right. It's expected that you've seen the other films, but if you stick around for another couple of minutes, you'll be able to grasp onto something about this character that will like make sense as to how they relate to the plot or the other characters. Like you get the information you need, but it it's, it definitely feels like a fan service film, and that makes sense. It was released on VOD. It looks like it was made for TV. <laughs> in like I think the it looks mid great. 2000s. Really? Yeah. I think there was uh, a quick thing about plots though, and like and franchises. I just want to be an old man for one minute and say. I I miss that old sort of convention where you would make a painstaking attempt to recap the previous installment or the franchise up to that point at the beginning of a movie. You I know? hate that. Now I the thought- only uh, the only example I can think of that I like is Evil Dead Two because Evil Dead Two renders the first Evil Dead totally unnecessary if you've only started with Evil Dead Two. I mean, it's it's not it's very skippable in many of those movies, but it's nice to have there. Like I, I'll bring it back to Friday the 13th. Again, the first few installments of that, they give you like the last fucking three to five minutes of the previous movie, pretty much verbatim. Sometimes I actually appreciated it. Cause I was like, Oh yeah, what happened at the end of that one? Other times I just fast forward. But through I don't it, you go know? to the movies to see a soap opera. And with a lot of these movies, we're talking about like lower budget things that tend to have kind of a soap opera, Sort of oh, subpar man. quality to I, them. Once you get to movie number six, seven, eight, nine, I'm there for the soap opera. I love soap opera yeah. franchises. I like that concept. I mean, if you're going to have like a five to ten plus film franchise, why not? Well, I guess okay. I'm I'm biased because I don't like anything that goes on long. Like I have a problem with episodic TV sometimes. <laughs> like I'm never going to watch the American Office because I'm like, oh, the UK Office did it in eleven episodes. I don't really need any more than that. <laughs> But you won't understand that is a very Jim strange Pam. example. But okay, Econ- I prefer economic storytelling. Like I feel like that show told the same story over like seventeen thousand seasons. And well, okay, yeah, so, we don't need to go down that rabbit hole. But it's a sitcom, and it's different from. It's different, but Patrick. I think you may have been undone by Wikipedia here because you wanted a recap of what happened in the last movie. I read the flashbacks that we get from Andy and the shot of him pointing a gun and you hear Chucky saying, no way, and he blows the gun and then he has Chucky's head all fucked up in a safe in his wall. For me, that filled me in on what happened in the last movie. Maybe now you're telling me that that actually didn't happen in the last movie because you read so on Wikipedia, but I was like, I know everything I need to know about this. I did not feel that, and that's what drove me to Wikipedia repeatedly because I was just like, I am just... Like a child who's want what's the line from fucking Lebowski? A child just wandered in the middle of a conversation. Blah blah blah. Out of your you know? I I was out of my element. That, yeah. Exactly. I felt like I was out of my element. Well, Did it seem like an element you wanted to be in? Though? The real question. <laughs> yeah, because that that was lingering. No, in my I mean, mind. I will say that this movie makes me want to go back and watch all of them. Oh yeah. Well, that makes two of us. <laughs> um, the main thing that did confuse me and frustrate me a little bit, but I had faith that I would be able to pick up from context clues what the rules were by the end of the movie, and I more or less got the drift, was how is Chucky able to enchant other Chuckies? 
Yeah, magic, that, that puzzled magic. me for a long time. That was not. That's not in my understanding of Chucky. Maybe it's been established for several movies. No, it was new to this movie, and eventually that is revealed. Okay, in the in the context yeah. of the film, that was something that actually did make sense to me at some point. Because I was like, "Oh, is this something I just don't get?" Oh no, it's new in this movie. Okay, but also like we're kind of that's left why with... it's called Cult of, Cult of Chucky because yeah. now he can suddenly enchant it takes like forever an to get to like the title paying off. That was one yes. problem I had with this. Yes, it's like third act, and so yeah. it's like oh. There's the yeah. cult. <laughs> Arguably, it's a cult. So, um, let me let me interject just to set up the premise of this movie because I'm, I'm <laughs> apparently I'm the only person who wasn't baffled <laughs> by it. But basically, what we have is we have our hero uh, Nika, who's played by Fiona Dorif, Brad Dorif's daughter, and looks distractingly like Brad Dorif. The entire movie, yeah. <laughs> um, she uh, apparently has some like like we were talking about. She has previous experience with Chucky and she's being blamed for the murders that Chucky did. So she's in a mental asylum, typical mental asylum tropes. And then various Chucky dolls are brought into the asylum that happen to be alive and mania unfolds from there fairly predictably. Oh, and we got all the lunatic asylum tropes. We got the guy with the multiple personalities we got the woman who sh- thinks she's actually dead. We've got the woman who killed her baby. Exactly. It's it's all kind of lazy, maybe problematic if you think about it too much. But that's yeah, right. It's a poor man's one flew over the cuckoo's nest yes. for a bulk but of this movie, and it's with, tedious. With no fuck. nuance or sympathy for the mentally afflicted, unlike one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Right. Um, but. I was thinking the cult was going to be the patients because we meet them early on and they start bonding with the doll. I'm like, oh, these people are all going to like become Chucky acolytes or something. It's going to that'd be have been great. A cult of people. I'd this be is, into that. This is like the classic example of Chris writes a better movie. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's a better movie. But no, because really, do you want to see a bunch of like mental patients stabbing people with scissors in the name of Chucky, or do you want to see Chucky? We want to see Chucky. So we and you know, the, if there's one thing I hated about this movie is that we don't see Chucky enough. Whenever Chucky was on screen doing his Chucky thing. I was having a great time. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, it I will say, I, Chucky's weird. I, uh, as someone who's only seen, you know, obviously endless still visuals of Chucky and about half of the original Child's Play, I was like, yeah, this is weird. I mean, it's kind of a stupid concept, and I almost resent that I like it <laughs> slash am weirded out by it. But it's creepy. It's unsettling watching yeah. this doll walk around, be a little dick, and give people the finger, and you know, stab people, yeah. whatever. The humor is so oh, it's so juvenile that I wanted more from it. And also, like I feel like he didn't have he didn't have a lot of great like quips or one liners. A lot of them just kind of fell flat. I mean, like there are some like yeah. I guess if you're like twelve, it's funny to see like the the mutilated head of the original Chucky smoking a joint. But yeah. I didn't laugh at it. It was juvenile, but I laughed. Are you <laughs> supposed to laugh at that? I didn't laugh. I mean, it's supposed to be funny. I thought it was funny. funny. I thought it was a manager. I love the first five, six, the whole prologue of this movie. I was like, I love this movie. If it had kept that up, I would have said this is view 100%. Once we get to the mental asylum, again, it's just like, yeah, uh, like marginally acceptable at best portrayals of mentally ill people. It's just kind of annoying. And it's one of those movies that has that like that kind of. A uh, constant score in the background that just sort of like to bridge the scenes that just sort of like lulls you lulled me into an almost dream state and kept me sort of bored it feels starts to feel very episodic and repetitive not enough chucky and when there is chucky there wasn't enough like suspense built to make me wonder about what the larger scheme at play was with the quote-unquote cult of chucky 
It right. just feels like this movie's constantly kind of spinning the wheels. There are very few kills in it. Yeah. The kills that are there are very memorable. Yeah. Um oh, but yeah. but it just for it it felt just sort of kind of histrionic and repetitive on the most part for me. I had not I don't I don't understand the point about there not being enough Chucky. I guess Chucky was like Hannibal Lecter or the Joker in this to me. I was like I mean maybe maybe he doesn't have a lot of screen time, but there was plenty to keep me going and i was actually invested in nika i was very invested in that character i thought she gave a good performance i was i enjoyed that character i was rooting for her which is why the ending fucking pissed me off but we'll get to the spoiler room yeah she she was great lots there to like she was unfortunately the only character i really gave a fuck about because like steven said other than chucky yeah i mean it was really like chucky's the star of this movie and and oh for sure yeah and he's killing people and we don't care i'm like yes good kill this person just because i want to see a cool effect like i I have no emotional investment or suspense i'm not afraid of chucky i mean i was kind of afraid of chucky but he was very rarely going after someone that i didn't want him to kill. Oh, absolutely. Here's what I it want ha- out of a like. I again, I can't speak for Chucky fans, but as somebody I who you're going to say, I can't speak for Chucky. <laughs> I can't speak for Chucky. But only Brad Dourif can do that, or I'm Mark Hamill as well, I guess. But um, as somebody who's like has seen the first Child's Play a couple of times, was traumatized later in life, but earlier on saw parts of Child's Play two and three and was traumatized by them. And, you know, my brother had one of those, like, my buddy dolls or whatever oh. things and would throw it up on the top bunk. We shared bunk beds. I told this back to earlier. It scared me. Whatever. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm fine with this being a franchise. Like, it, it, it's a concept that at least works in the 80s if it doesn't work now. But I want lots of Chucky, but I want something new. I want Chucky to have new reasons to kill people. But I want lots of Chucky, and I want him killing people, and I want, like, you know, his him to have, like, a larger scheme, a larger plan. Do we really have that here? Like, I never really understood his motive throughout this, other than to like expand his his reach. But why does he still want to kill? Presumably, revenge because he's targeting Nika, who he has a history with. He has a history with her, but like, just move on to another victim, or yeah. keep, like kill her and then move on. <laughs> like, it was about Michael Myers. It was yeah, a little sure. puzzling to me at first why he was in this insane asylum and just killing random people. And I mean, it, it eventually becomes clear he's trying to fuck with Nika because of whatever past he has with her. But well, for she, a while, yeah, I was like, away. I mean, why are you making all the effort to get into this asylum and just start killing randos, you know? But I mean, I think the, the, the salient point here, which I think you made a minute ago, Chris, is Chucky is the protagonist. And it's the same thing as most of the Halloween movies and Nightmare on Elm Street and Jason and all this shit. It's it's made for a certain audience who fetishizes and is basically rooting for the ostensible villain. I, I would say, argue that Nika's the protagonist in this, though. I mean, until you know, eventually, but until like, eventually, exactly. Well, yeah, you know, there was Nika was good and Chucky were good, and I was interested in anything that happened when either of them were on screen for the most part. Um, I feel like this is made for an audience that's like. Wow, Nika's really getting the upper hand. What the fuck? When is That's, Chucky gonna like yeah. you know, get hit? I think you might be onto something. Yeah, there. You might be onto something. But what you were saying about the uh, delayed onset of the cult of Chucky, 
again, this seems like a movie with that big second act problem where they were like, I got the premise, I know how it starts, I know how it ends, and in the middle, we're just going to have, like, corridors of a mental asylum and the slowest... And, like, group therapy sessions. Oh, my, God. <laughs> my least favorite trope, as listeners will probably know by now. Yeah. <laughs> even, even more so than, like, a professor explaining the themes of the movie in a class no because that's helpful sometimes but the group therapy <laughs> sessions are just tedious yeah and we get a lot of them and it was just those are usually so... like uh, they usually get to the point like quickly and briefly <laughs> the group therapy sessions where you hear like the the terrible portrayals of the mentally ill the you know ins- insensitive impressions of people with real problems those really get under my skin mm-hmm. no my main problem with it, if you want to see a good movie similar to this, I don't need to tell you it twice. Watch Unsane. It's, it's, <laughs> Hell yeah. I still haven't watched Unsane. It's, it's God damn it. It's the same conceit, and it's a great film. It's not the same Killer conceit. doll coming after a girl in a mental asylum. It's you know, the same setting. <laughs> same setting. I could draw a couple uh, uh, comparisons to the plot line, but we won't need to go there. <laughs> Um, Bring that disc next time. I'll give you back Nightcrawler, which I'm not going to watch. Yeah, don't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. I mean, you'll hate it, but I love that movie. I would tell you to watch, but you won't like it. So, yeah, All I right. guess just well, give it back to Thank you for your honesty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, what I needed in this movie, Cult of Chucky, was our protagonist Nika to be more proactive I think like if you're gonna just keep me in this asylum for so long I need us to be working towards a goal and we're not really working towards anything we're just waiting on Chucky to kill the requisite number of people to where everyone has to reckon with the fact that there's actually Chucky and she's not making it up and there doesn't seem to be any like routine or logic to when Chucky shows up or like whether or not it's a fantasy I mean there's one scene where Chucky is like human size mostly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what did you say he mostly comes at night mostly <laughs> yeah um there are some know. kills in this movie let's I talk about something. fucking kills I, I, I needed something she's trying to prove her innocence that's nika's problem and every time, great motive and right and and every time she mentions chucky someone puts her noose on tighter because if she mentions Chucky too much, they're going to put her back in the bad mental hospital because she's too crazy. They, they, she's, yeah. You know, she's been broken and she's now saying, yes, I killed all those people. I'm fucked up. But now she has to prove. And I kind of like that she actually attempted suicide and Chucky, instead of killing her, like sewed her back up and yeah. is like, not yet. That was I'm good, still going to fuck with you for a, a while. Touch. But I need her to be working towards that goal in a way I can understand. Making progress. Seeing her situation improve or not improve in, in more interesting ways than just, oh, people in my wing are dying. Ah, oh, what do? <laughs> yeah. But when they die, it's spectacular. Oh, yeah. It's great when they die. No problems. I mean, at one point, Chucky, like, shatters a skylight. Yep. He, he like, drops an oxygen tank strategically oh, right. on the ground. Right. So it flies up shatters the sky the glass comes down and i thought like oh this woman is just gonna have like glass fall over no the glass chops her fucking head yeah off. a big <laughs> shard of glass just like fully severs her head from her shoulders yeah it is it's so dramatic and so, so drawn out it and, was very like i mean i kind of loved it Don mancini was an executive producer on a season of hannibal that felt like a Dude, hannibal yes kill. i was just about to say that yeah he that, was, are you serious? I'm not kidding you. That's amazing. Right. I love Hannibal. But that scene felt very Hannibal. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. That makes so much sense. I'm 
totally gobsmacked by that right now. No complaints with any of that. The effects were great. Chucky walking around was great. It's like I couldn't tell what was CGI and yes. what was not, and I didn't care. I I was very curious about that, sort of how they accomplished the effect of Chucky walking around. I mean, I'm sure it was primarily CGI, but it still has know. this weird but look it to it where it looks like stop practical. motion. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and even like the stuff with his face is like. I couldn't tell if it was CGI or if, like, the puppet was that sophisticated yeah. because his features are so smooth. I was impressed because, again, I do feel like it has like a this... weird jerkiness to it where it yeah. doesn't look quite right, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, it was probably, like, a, a animatronic augmented with CGI, if I had to take a guess. I, that's, mm. that's what I thought, too. But, again, it surprised me because, it, I, spoiler alert to the listeners, I'm uh, watching the movie on my iPad while we're talking about this. And, like, it, this looks like it was made for TV. Like, the color grading is so, like, eh, we don't know how we want this to look in, it, in the it, end. It's, so. like, stock, like, you downloaded Insane Asylum, like, DaVinci Resolve, LUT lookup table from <laughs> online, and you dropped it on your footage, and it just desaturated everything. Yes, yeah, so it was very desaturated. Except Chucky is not desaturated. Chucky pops the colors on his sweater and everything pop all the time, and I like that. I think that was a definite creative choice. And the blood pops, too. It has a look. I, I, I'm not going to criticize it. I don't, you know, desaturation, whatever. That's not my, that technical shit is not my province, but it has a look. <laughs> well, it even looks the camera, better the camera work as well. It looks opinion. like it was made for, it looks like it was made for like modern TV, which is much more cinematic than TV of 20 years yeah. ago, but I mean, it's still, it's clearly, you know, it was made for, for the VOD market. I like the style. I didn't notice the score throughout, but the parts I did notice the score, I didn't have a problem with it. I liked the crazy. Uh, picture in picture stuff they were doing and the there's a lot of split screen there was yeah. some, nice, some nice split screen yeah fun. Don Mancini trying to get yeah. his De Palma on so there was a lot there was enough creativity in this movie that it made me very curious to go back and watch the other ones because I want to see what they do with this yeah. universe and this style yeah and, and I want to see what the, I mean I, I don't know if my opinion counts or anything because I'm obviously just kind of like a whore for these like stupid franchises but I was like yep all right child's play that's the next one well, the, the, so this movie, when it was released, it coincided with a Blu-ray box set that included this film and everything else in the franchise. Mm. So it can be yours for a you know sixty-nine ninety-nine. Oh, a, a pittance <laughs> for seven films. A pittance. <laughs> there's some less uh, than ten dollars a film. There's some you know fan servicey stuff. There's also some meta stuff in here, like when the guy says he got the Chucky doll at Hot Topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was is... expecting him to say eBay, and he yeah, said Hot Topic, yeah. and I like snort laughed. Yeah, I think funny. it's the only time yeah, I laughed like, during this yeah, movie. I would, you know, that's where I would go to get a Chucky doll. Yeah. <laughs> so good stuff. Another good like weird moment is when Chucky is like suckling. Oh, yeah, whatever. That was unsettling. The woman who killed her baby thinks that Chucky is her baby, and she's, like, breastfeeding him. And and I will give the movie credit for this. It doesn't, like, explicitly... I was expecting, like, to get a shot where Chucky just, like, is suckling and just turns from her breast and just, like, basically winks to the camera. Yeah. But it's 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 more implied, and it's just like, oh, God, Chucky's such a fucking creep. And you, he's, you hear he's, a sucking on the soundtrack you? there's a sucking sound effect that lets you know exactly that's what's still happening. almost subtler than yes. i expected and it was still just like uh yeah. that's gross <laughs> you know i mean again this franchise uh once made a role for john waters which apparently don mancini which movie is that 
Seed, I think he's in. Oh. Um, I remember at the time it being advertised he was in it, but I've not seen it. But it, it seems appropriate. You haven't that. Seed? I it. haven't Seed it. This movie, you know, clearly Don Mancini, a gay man, lover of trashy, campy films, because he's a fan of John Waters enough to include him in the film and name him after a character from an Ed Wood movie. This movie needed more just outright camp, in my opinion. It seemed mm-hmm. to take, take, take itself way too seriously oh, at points. I, I don't know. I, 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 I disagree about it taking itself seriously. I think it's a camp. It's, it's campy. I, will, I agree that it should have been more campy. It should have yeah, been so much yeah. more over the top all the way through. Yes. I there would endorse of, more camp, but I don't think it takes itself that seriously. Yeah, this, this is a campy The camp movie. is still like at like a six and a half like at <laughs> moments, though. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, like it just it doesn't fully go for it, which kind of baffles me because it's like you're in the seventh film of the franchise that you've spearheaded this entire time, and you've gone to greater heights before as far as camp value goes to the point of having John fucking Waters in your movie. <laughs> this felt oddly restrained at times for what it is for for a movie in which Chucky's severed, deformed head smokes a joint. Yeah, in the first five minutes. In the first five minutes, <laughs> and like even that, the way it was shot. And and placed in that sequence like didn't feel that over the top to me. I was like, oh well, yeah, that that's the thing that's gonna happen in this kind of movie. <laughs> I should have been like on the floor laughing. But... <laughs> I mean, I could have watched the interplay between Andy and the the Chucky head. Oh, same. Oh, that could have been like like oh I my god, watched I'm gonna two hander with them. I'm gonna reference my dinner with Andre two episodes in a row. Yeah. but I would have loved a my dinner with Chucky. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> so yes. That alone was fascinating. Like, oh my God, you live with that thing that tried to kill you in a safe surrounded yeah. by guns? Like, what is that relationship like? Tell me more, yeah. please. Give me Creep 2 with Andy <laughs> and Chucky's and head. He just, like, tortures <laughs> Chucky at the slightest, like, insult. <laughs> yeah. Well, he puts a fucking blowtorch to its already yeah. destroyed head. Yeah. I love it. That was, that was great. Can anyone actually? Uh, offer insight as to why these dolls have like flesh and no. muscle and no. blood and don't brain care. That was new to them. me, and I was like, you know what? Love it because it's more it. fun. Probably yeah, I, it, it could be the first instance of that in the whole franchise, for all I know. And I, yeah. I was down. I was like, oh, that's that made me feel a level of uncomfortableness I did not expect. Well. In, you know, three weeks when I've watched all six preceding films, I'll fill you guys in. Okay. Yeah, please do. I, I'm actually really eager to watch the other movies in this franchise. Anyway, like, have watch you, have you guys all. seen those? Like, there's some artist that does, um, like, cross-section um, sort of, like, medical diagrams of, like, famous cartoon figures like Pikachu and Charizard and Godzilla. No. Like, the original rubber suit. And they're awesome. You can get them on, like, t-shirts and posters, and it's, like the the character and then the other half of it is like what their bone structure would look like what their organs would look oh, like god like that's what i was thinking of with chucky and so i think somebody actually did chucky at one point that sounds horrifying and that's what i was thinking of as i watched this and i was like oh i, I like that i like the like thinking about what is it's like i don't know you watch the original chucky and you're like at least me i'm thinking like well there's a it's clearly not just an ordinary doll there's a soul inside of it must it also have like organs and bones oh and- well then you're getting into what is a soul <laughs> oh, okay uh, well we didn't need to go there now for cult of chucky anyway it was extremely rewarding to me and actually this may be spoiler room territory but it was extremely rewarding to me when andy just like fucking emptied a gun into chucky's fucking head yeah 
Well, uh, that's a little uh, sneak peek at what we can expect when we go down to the spoiler realm. But before we do that, there's only one thing we got to do, and that's rate this damn movie. Cult of Damn Chucky. Cult of Damn Chucky. I'll go first. I will give Cult of Chucky a cue-it. Certainly not a masterful film, but certainly one that will entertain you, at least in places, uh, should you choose to watch it on a dark night when you have nothing better to do. Who wants to go next? Screw it. Screw it. <laughs> Screw it. I mean, I like. I admire, I don't know, my curiosity may get the best of me soon, especially if Patrick buys that dank-looking Blu-ray box set I might watch. Oh, no, I'm just going to buy all that shit from fucking PlayStation Store. All right. I'm just going to rent it. Yeah, well, if it's not a physical movie, I'm not going to bother. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, like, mildly curious to go back to like two and three and in in bride and seed and see what those are like but i don't know like this didn't really do anything for me like i admire don mancini for following through uh, on this this creation of his and turning it into something nobody ever could have expected from the first film but it doesn't seem like my bag i mean this felt like a sci-fi channel made for tv movie with a couple of interesting scenes in it but i I got it. I got enough of Chucky in this movie alone. I can't imagine watching <laughs> seven fucking movies with this ridiculous doll. In it. <laughs> so right. screw it, Patrick. Patrick. I'm gonna give two separate ratings. One for fans of the Chucky franchise who probably don't have any question in their mind about whether to watch this movie in the first place, but I think it's a definite view it if you're a Chucky fan. If you are a babe in the woods like us, cue it. It's a low cue it because you're going to be confused as fuck unless you're Chris who has like a preternatural ability to understand the grammar plot. of film. <laughs> oh yes, right, because you understood that uh, uh, Thanos beat yeah, the yeah. Hulk without an Infinity Stone, except you fucking didn't. D- d- uh, okay, anyway, cue it then. Two cue it's and a screw it. That is... it's a it's a low it's a low cue it. All right, but I'll, re- I'll, re- I'll report back after I watch the preceding six. Please do films. keep us posted. All right, well, we're going down to the spoiler Fuck room. Both on of that. you. Okay. <laughs> All right. On that note, we're going to go down to the spoiler room, and we're gonna when we come back, we're going to talk about the ending of this film and what happens to that cult of chalky, chalky, <laughs> chalky Studebaker. I would, I would chalky. Uh, Cult of Chucky and and why did we why did we go through all that and what did we end up with? We'll talk about that uh, soon. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're back down here in the spoiler room to unpack the old cult of Chucky. So what is the cult of Chucky, you may be wondering. Well, the Chuck cult of Chucky is a, I'm still wondering it and I watched the movie. It's, it's I think it's a you know, the enchanted Chucky dolls because basically everyone and his mother has been finding reasons to bring Chucky dolls into this asylum as some type of therapy, which seems like a pretty bad idea. But I'm not gonna nitpick that. I'm like, yeah, good. Bring some. Ch- yeah, I need Chucky dolls in this movie. Exposure so. therapy. I don't really, yeah, I don't really care how they get there. But it's not even just the dolls. Like in the end, they end up enchanting people as well. Yeah, apparently there's a very easy Chucky's OP in this movie. He's OP. <laughs> he can just lay a spell on fucking anything with two legs and a hand for stabbing, as he says. Right. And, he found like and, some voodoo ritual on the internet. Yeah. And- <laughs> 
and turn it. Well, we've all literally looked, we've all looked at voodoo rituals on the internet. They don't work that well. Um, and I just probably wasn't trying hard enough. I have not tried. And uh, he can he can kind of uh, enchant anybody and make them a little chucky. Um, so that's what he does. We end up with three Chuckies, and our hero Nika, played by Fiona Dourif, becomes Chucky. Which actually, you know, we can dislike that ending, but the the silver lining on that is that uh, it lets Fiona Dourif do a Brad Dourif impression, <laughs> <laughs> and that was fun because she looks just like Brad Dourif and acts just like him too. Ugh. Patrick didn't like any of it. I was, I was, I was rooting so hard for her character because she had been through so much bullshit all movie, and I was just when Andy fucking pumped six slugs into Chucky, I was like, yeah, let's fucking go. That, let's no. let's have some fucking revenge on Chucky. And I was, I was honestly, I still had fingers crossed that somehow Nika was going to shake the curse. And was going to defeat Chucky in her wheelchair. But no, there's just this like weird, like quasi perverse, like, <laughs> yeah, lesbos. Uh, that's weird and gross. Oh, I don't think that was the intent. Oh, you don't? You don't think oh. there was some like prurient thing with her kissing Jennifer Tilly yeah, at not, the end? Not that it was gross. I mean, we're talking about a gay writer director here. <laughs> I, I thought it was like, oh, you know, that's, it's, I had no problem with that. She, what do you think the intent is there, other than to titillate straight male fanboys? The intent, I think Mancini still understands his audience. Or maybe it's... I mean, he may be gay, but he understands his audience, which is not gay. Or maybe it's primarily. like, well, what would happen if if the spirit of someone's boyfriend inhabited a human body and the, was reunited with his human girlfriend, maybe they would love each other the same way they would if he were in a male body. Yeah, and also, like, I mean, if, if the intent had been pure, like, prurience, they could have picked somebody I'd want to see a girl kiss more than Jennifer Tilly, and I won't say anything beyond that. <laughs> like, I don't, it was not an especially hot or erotic I mean, scene. I, I think you could make an argument that it was fan service, but I don't think it was in the prurient interest. I mean, it's for shock value, but I don't think it's, like, for sort of... Um, for sexual pleasure <laughs> in the audience. I don't know. Well, it robs a strong female character of a redemptive arc. Yeah. In service of, oh, look, it's two ladies making out. Well, I mean, I don't think that was the point. Of I mean, we haven't even clarified what the fuck went. we're talking about. I think it's, she's uh, possessed by Chucky. She goes and makes out with Jennifer yeah, Tilly. Yeah, she escapes the asylum. She she rides off in Jennifer Tilly's Christine. And um, <laughs> and then Tiffany the doll is in the back seat. This was yeah. another point where I was just like, I have no idea what the fuck is going yeah, on right now. It's, it's the kicker to the whole movie, and I didn't know what the fuck was going on there. Like, it's sort of supposed to be a, oh, Tiffany's in the back seat, and that was supposed to mean something, and I didn't know I what it meant. I thought it was just fan service. Like, oh, Tiffany's it's still here. It's definitely fan service. Yeah, who knows? You know, whatever. I don't know. I, I hated I have a this ending. The, I mean, the ending. It, my biggest problem was, you know, again, the Nika's lack of really a good arc. And I, I mentioned before how I wanted to see her working more proactively to clear her name. And really, what we all want to see in this movie is the main uh, psychiatrist slash warden of the place to be convinced that Chucky is real. 
That's right. what we want to see in this movie. And he gets killed pretty unceremoniously. And, and well, his that, head gets stomped in. Yeah. Oh, that was brutal. I forgot yeah, about that. <laughs> but yeah, that's a pretty as, gruesome kill. As far as he's concerned, by Nika. So his last vision is Nika being a murderer. So he's vindicated in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's Chucky's long game, I guess. They turn Nika into a murderer. And and this is what I'm talking about. Chucky is the protagonist. I mean, sure. Well, I mean... If you're rooting for Nika in this film, you are in for a rude surprise. If you're in it for Chucky getting his and Chucky being the guy that you're there for and the the protagonist, the fun, the reason that you're there, you're going to get what you want. We don't know what's in store for Nika, though. I mean, like, I would I would hesitate to even call this a film. I would call it an episode. And they were I'm sure there was a another story planned immediately afterward, and maybe she fights her way out of fights Chucky out of her body or something in the next film, and that was all planned and it just hasn't happened yet. I don't know, but I didn't expect any kind of like real resolution at the end of this thing. It just felt very sort of transitory in in the way that I'm sure the other films do. It's he's been churning out one every two years for a few years now. It's just a match. It's an interesting argument for a man who argued against soap opera films. I'm not saying I like episode. it. I hate yeah. it. But I think that's what he's going for. He's got like if you look on Wikipedia, you read interviews, he's got like a twenty ideas for future Chucky movies to the point that he's making a TV series so he can play even more with the episodic nature of the Chucky side. Chucky in space. Can we get that one? I wish. <laughs> I well, mean, they got to wait for Chucky 10 for that. <laughs> I definitely understand that Chucky argument. X. This one was particularly frustrating to me, though, because I've seen plenty of episodic franchises with that, where you have a disposable protagonist or protagonists who are just being pursued by the ostensible villain who is actually the reason that you're there. And, and basically, you want to see that villain win and just fuck everybody up. You know, again, Halloween... Friday the 13th, whatever. Avengers Infinity War. (laughs) Did I watch that one the wrong way? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, you've got a bunch of cannon fodder there. This one was different for me because there was a lot of effort given to really making Nika a character. And and Fiona Dourif gave a fine performance. And it was a character who I cared about and felt bad for, like how much she was being gaslit the entire movie. And so you cared so much more than I did. This is fascinating. Well, I know I, I, I cared about her. That's why it bothered me so much because it, actually put some effort into creating a character that I did care about and who I assume probably got set up in the previous movie or movies where I would have cared about her even more had I seen the preceding movies. So it was, you know, duly upsetting. I mean, that's look, Chucky is in, well, with the exception of the first three films, which are called child's play. All the other films have Chucky in the title. These are Chucky's movies. That's, that's like, (laughs) These are great movies. <laughs> um, no, these are Chucky's movies. This All is my what, favorite movies are Chucky. This is what people are paying to see, and Don Mancini seems to be trying to play with that convention as much as he can while still making sure, like, Chucky wins the day in the end. Absolutely. And, and that is what it is. Like, why would you expect more than that? I mean, it... <laughs> we get to see his like his like doppelgangers. You just struck both me and Chris speechless. Yeah, I mean, we get to we get we get. You are some... now playing devil's advocate for the movie that you just screwed. Look, I I, I get your point. <laughs> You're now playing Chucky's advocate for the and movie. I, and I also You're understand Chucky's the, advocate. I also understand the argument that like you believe the film went out of its way to set up this character as somebody that that we wanted to see vindicated. 
they that may have been their attempt. It didn't work for me. I didn't care, and I found all that tedious because I just expected that in the end, Chucky is going to survive and and win. And whether or not that means she's going to live to have to confront him again, or she's just not going to make it out of this movie. I just you. Uh, That's you what know, I expected at, to be. At the least with a lot of these type of movies, you'll get that moment where you do unquestionably vanquish well the final girl there's no final girl on the this. demon the final girl becomes the demon and you know they're coming back you know maybe there's a little wink at the end where yeah. you know the the freddy car like closes over them at the end of nightmare on elm street but you've gotten that moment of just fucking dominance and 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 victory over that fucking asshole who's been chasing you all movie and you don't get that with this movie and it pissed me off you know what i the more you talk about that the more i kind of like this movie because i'm i'm tired of that trope i find that tedious and, and boring like i don't care about the friday the 13th movies i hated the halloween movies like i think it's kind of fun that the villain wins in the end because you're it's so unexpected I, I like that it does like totally flip that trend. Like, oh, you think we're going to get justice yeah, for this I character? Think, I think yeah, we're shrapped. I think we're converting Steven to a view it. <laughs> no, you're def- no, we're it is running a psyop on It's you. a hard screw it, but but I'm I'm having fun like rethinking it, and I don't even exactly like. Cue I it. would not seek. It. I, I would not seek out the kind of movie that I'm now describing this to be. Well, look, but you said it makes two it more things. fun for me to revisit. Okay. You said two different things. You said, on one hand, that you appreciate this because it's unexpected, and then you also said that we should have expected it. Gotcha. Checkmate. No, I... <laughs> okay. Say hi to Fiona. <laughs> I... Not Dorif. As far as it being unexpected, I expected it, but I am not somebody who likes the traditional sort of like horror like final girl narrative so like i like i understood that this is chucky's movie and chucky wins the day but it's fun for me to inhabit the mind of somebody who ex- who is not expecting that and this is what this movie gives you and it's fun to hear about how frustrated I you mean, are yeah, by that I, as a human being i am my sympathies are drawn to the human who has been wrongfully accused of a crime and wants to clear her name versus the psychopathic murder doll who smokes weed through his blown out head. <laughs> right, and it's and it's very different, again, from those canon fodder movies where it's just like a bunch of generic teenagers. I, You know, again, I'm thinking Friday the 13th. You have, like, the most thinly drawn, poorly performed characters who all just, like, want to fuck and are kind of assholes to each other, and you don't care about them. Who gives a shit? But this is a character who, like, has been wrong and is being gaslit all movie. You have a good actor giving a decent performance, and... I was invested. Yeah. yeah, I was invested in her too. So, but yeah, yeah, really though, I mean, S- Steve's point it remains that these movies are about Chucky and the end of this movie. I mean, that was my point as well. I agree with that point. Like, disappointing as it is, the point of the end of this movie is let's see what happens if we get three Chuckies at once or four Chuckies at once. Exactly. And they're murdering everybody. That that was Fine. the elevator pitch Whatever. for this movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. Three was better than one Chucky or two. I mean, they had seated Chucky, which I assume was two Chuckies. <laughs> uh, what happens if we do go to three Chuckies? Fuck it. Next well, that movie was DLC. Chucky, Tiffany, and Chucky's come. Yeah. So. Okay, um, but 
I mean, it's, it's just, it's just possible. The curious thing for me, the other mystery I had in my head this whole movie was Andy. What's Andy's plan? Because we see, uh, uh, Nika withering in this asylum. She needs a hero. She needs a hero bad. And then Andy f- learns about her plight on the internet and mails a Chucky doll that he's been keeping safe and secret with like a fucking mullet. With a haircut, yeah, with the hair chopped, yeah, to the asylum, and I'm like, oh, he somehow because I haven't seen the other movies, I'm like, he somehow has a good Chucky, and we're gonna get some <sighs> Chucky on Chucky action. That would have been sick, you know. And I was, I was 100 percent confident that's where it was going because why would this guy, custodian of the Chucky head in the vault, send a Chucky doll? Oh to my god, someone it only gets her into more trouble. It just becomes another evil Chucky. This doll. is another great episode of. Chris yeah. rewrites the movie. And then it seems like I guess he did that so that he could retrieve a gun from the belly of the Chucky doll because that's what he does. Yeah. Yeah. But the yeah, so I mean whatever. I mean that was a fun scene when he's like tearing apart the doll and there's just a gun in it. But you know all the blood and guts and viscera yeah, that we wouldn't again, expect to be in there. Just another disappointment cuz he could have been removed from the movie and we would have lost nothing except a couple funny scenes. So Oh well, <sighs> not the not the movie we deserve. <laughs> but this is you know this is why I'm curious to watch the other ones because there's enough stuff that was fun in this and enough things that they at least could have done. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm still fascinated by this franchise, and I will report back at some point about yeah. what the rest of it is like. I want to see the little doll walk around some more and talk yeah. shit to some people. Yeah, why not? Fuck, fuck. <laughs> Well, let me know how that goes for you. Uh, I will. Besides every other Chucky movie. It's going to be a fucking Mueller report on Chucky. (laughs) It's going to be redacted, though. I'm going to redact the spoilers. If I... uh, Fine, fair. If I could confirm that Chucky didn't kill those people, I would do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, what the hell are we watching next week, guys? You know, there's not a conclusive answer to that yet we may be watching a follow-up to a film that we have watched previously for this podcast potentially with a special guest Mm. anything could happen or we may just be continuing down our merry little alphabetical way or we might go in a third direction altogether and watch something uh you know relatively recent and popular you just never know that's true we might just do whatever the fuck we want we're gonna leave this one a mystery dear listener Mm -hmm. and uh you know you can speculate on what kind of wheels are turning in our heads but just sit and stew on it for the next two weeks hopefully we we bring you a special little treat next time Mm. but we might not but we might not things are happening uncertain time not unlike the end of cult of chucky you may be rewarded, or you may just have your hopes dashed. Yeah. We'll you see. May. You'll have to find out by tuning in to the next episode of every horror movie on Netflix. Does anyone care? Should we have mentioned? I mean, it was a spoiler room. We probably should mention that uh, our, our hero, Nika, escapes, but Andy is locked away in the asylum in her stead. So I am so Holy fucking fuck. done with Who thinking about this movie. Andy? No, <laughs> okay. yes. Let's right. yeah, consign that to the Shut fucking. Down. <laughs>